Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We are your hosts, Christina and Abby. This week, Michelle is in Korea, so she will not be joining us this week, but um, I'm super excited to hear all about her work trip when she gets back. But in the meantime, me and Abby are here to talk to you about um, a couple of the shows that we've been watching recently, um, The Challenge and Big Brother. Abby, what did you think of <laughs> what did you think about this week's episode of Big Brother? Um, which one are we talking about? So from um the Sunday, um not like yet. So we're recording this on Monday, so not like yesterday's episode, not yet, the yet. Sunday before that through Thursday that week. Okay. So I thought it was finally like an interesting week. Very, very interesting. Because Cam finally, someone finally decided to play. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of glad that that whole Suri Izzy alliance was separated. I agree. And what's even more wild is I think he would have targeted Suri if Jared hadn't won Vito. Yeah. I think so, too. And I'm glad that Suri is still there. It It's such it's getting to the point in the game where it's, like, kind of bittersweet for me because it's, like, I'm glad that Suri is there. I liked Izzy but I do think Izzy needed to go and I don't know there's just like so many different um dynamics that happened this week that okay so first of all like they had all those punishments and um yeah so it was the pig punishment right yeah and then the canoe that Felicia and um, Suri were together in that canoe for like 48 hours. And then. And then Matt had to be in that. Josh Dumal. Yeah. Cardboard. Mm-hmm. Do, you know who, do you know who he is? No. Okay, so he got his start years ago. So I didn't watch soap operas except the one my mom watched, and she watched All My Children. Okay. And he was Leo on All My Children. I mean, I'm talking like I was in high school. Gotcha. Okay. So, and then. um, So, how did he get to be hosting the show? He's done a lot of acting stuff since then. I think he was on either a. CSI or NCIS or something like that. Oh, no. You know what he was in? The show Vegas, Las Vegas. Okay. And that was years ago, but that was a hit show. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's married to Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas, or he was. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, Did you watch the buddy games? I know this is like a little sidetrack, but did you watch that? No, I I, I didn't. Was it good? 
I didn't watch it either. But it was on between Big Brother and The Challenge. But I can't remember what I did during that time. But I, like, used that time to watch something else. No, I didn't watch it. So... Yeah, and he's been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool that they were able to, like, incorporate him into everything. I felt kind of bad for Matt, like, thinking that he actually got to hang out with him for the week. But... (laughs) Mal was a good sport about it. I think he was okay with just carrying around the cardboard cutout all week. Oh, my God. But I did did give uh, my LVP to Izzy, and for a couple different reasons. But the, the main reason is because she chose – she's on the block, right? And she chose to – be attached to cam for the entire week so by being attached to cam for the entire week on a week that you're on the block and he's hoh it's not like you can really campaign campaign to stay so i just thought that like game wise like that was a really bad mood it just seemed like it was all out of emotion and spite and um honestly it could have cost her her game well, I mean, she's she's obviously a very emotional player. Yeah. But that doesn't surprise me. Do you think at all that maybe she went that route? Because, I mean, the HOH has so much. It, they shouldn't. But yes, and power over who actually does go home. Do you think she thought maybe I can get in his ear whenever he has one-on-one meetings? Like, I'll be there. and. I mean, I can see that side of it. But I don't think that it's, like, a good enough um, reason when she's, like, the main target. So, and I guess maybe in hindsight, maybe she thinks this because maybe she didn't know in the moment. But I just wish for, I, I don't know, I just think that it was not a good game decision because she can't do anything with the other cows guests to save herself while he's there. Yeah, no. Yeah, I agree completely. She's my LVP too. I mean, for obvious reasons. And um, I don't know. I just now, okay, let me preface this by saying I usually keep up on the feeds big time. Mm-hmm. I have not done that this season. Same. So really what I like of people is what I'm seeing on the show the edit the edit so I just I just wasn't a huge fan of hers I agree with that I mean I've I've been doing pretty much the same thing I see a few um updates on on Twitter um but for the most part I haven't been watching the live feeds as much as I um normally have yeah we need Michelle here because I think she's been pretty good about keeping up with them and not even watching my feeds, I at least will follow. I just have on Twitter. I just haven't been getting on Twitter as much, and I haven't been been following BB online this season. So it's almost like I'm doing it from a different perspective. So maybe she was great, but I don't think her edit was that great, and I just didn't like her. And normally, I love like a a 
storm off like that. And I mean, it, it was still interesting, but mm-hmm. since I'm, since I don't like her that much, I was kind of like lame, you know, which I'm biased. So if it was someone else that did it, I, I probably would have enjoyed it better. Why was she mad at Zach? I mean, Corey, Zach's, sorry, I got. Yeah. Um, I think they were very closely aligned. They were like very close um, to each other. I think like going back to like the cookout, how they like each kind of had a person. I think that Corey was kind of her person. Um, so yeah. He didn't give her a heads up or anything. Mm-hmm. And he voted against her. Well, and kind of like led the charge of that vote flip. Um, I actually have an honorable mention for Corey for that because for I LVP mean, or MVP. So my MVP is Cam. Okay, yeah, so was mine. So, but is Zach your honorable? I mean, Corey. Oh my Corey God. is my honorable mention for MVP. Yeah, MVP okay. because he led the. Well, at first when I when the episode started, I'm like, oh, like. I'm going to be giving America an honorable mention um, because it was kind of her idea and she was the one that really like wanted to, but then you like see Corey be the one who spearheaded it takes charge, like takes America's idea and runs with it. And he's the one with like the better connections to people. So, and the one that was like, he was so close to Izzy. So if he wants her out, then other people are more likely to, also be on board to get her out because right. of that connection. So I gave an honorable mention to Corey because I just I thought that he did um a good a really good job flipping the house. Um I actually have my quote um America she says this is my love language flipping the house. Oh Corey talk dirty to me tell me how we're going to flip the house. <laughs> like so, it yeah you know what you know what i think is so funny hmm. how everyone refers to felicia as jared's mom mm-hmm. and ironically i mean it's three you know like right. i don't know i'm like oh you guys see i haven't watched any of the exit interviews like i don't know what any of the eliminated house guests think about when they find out sari is jared's mom i don't know any of that i really need to go back and because i'd be interested to see their reaction I, but i haven't done any of that this season some people seem surprised um but like most people are kind of like good for them yeah so. <laughs> but nobody has a clue i know i know, one now person it's that gone. except for blue nose yeah, and I did you're... see, and I did see like some things on Twitter about how um she was like kind of hinting at like, well, I know something that would completely ruin his game. She's like told Jag, I think, and maybe Matt that like I know something that would completely ruin his game. I can't believe that. I don't know. He's treating me like this type thing. I mean, didn't she want to target them if she got HOH? So they're they're kind of done, right? They're 
I don't know. I actually just saw, like, right, and I didn't click on it, but I actually just saw um, somebody in, like, a Big Brother Facebook Facebook group say something about, like, okay, so is Blue just pretending to like Jared now? So I'm not sure. Well, she had said, so I did see this. She had said something like, yeah, after he won, wait, I'm not spoiling, right? Who won the HOH? I, it's fine. Okay. After he won HOH, she's like, I'm going to be up in his room all the time. Like, I can fake it and blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I really like Blue. And actually, I, um, with, with what you're talking about with that, with Jared winning HOH, I was actually, like, really, really impressed with Blue and how long she was able to stay on. Um, I yeah I was very impressed with her I wasn't expecting that out of her at all I thought she'd be one of the first to drop honestly I didn't realize her endurance was that good yeah I wish I don't know I wish she could have pulled it out I wish that too but yeah so Cam got pretty much what he wanted he got Izzy to go home um during his HOH and I think it was a bad game move for Izzy to have not told anyone um about the Jared and uh Suri thing but um overall I mean I get that she became really close with them so that's why she didn't and yeah, but again, per- putting personal feelings above, like, gameplay. Yes. Like, she's a very emotional, you know, mm-hmm. which, to be honest, that's how I would play, and that's why I would be out three, four, five, or six, or, you know, because I, I would play emotionally that way. But I have a um, confession. So, so I can't just be, as a viewer, I can be like, come on, grow some balls, like, spice things up, like, but I, as a person, I can relate. I think I'm, my brain is starting to flip. I kind of like Cam. Me too, after this week. I mean, the thing is, is that like, he's playing Big Brother. And he totally he's got played it. by Jared in that, in that HOH when Red got home, went home. Like, I don't know. He's He's growing on me. I kind of. I like Cam. And well, I, I like to like Corey in America. Like, I'm, not, I'm not listening to all this, you know, BS that y'all are feeding me. Like he saw right through it instead of just kind of doing the easy thing and s- aligning with them again. So it made it an in- a more interesting week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did completely. And having the balls to go after the trio, I mean, Mhm. It's it's smart. Um yeah, so I'm really liking him. I'm really liking Corey and America who are also kind of standing up, up for themselves and 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 trying to tra- change the script around. I think their showmance is cute. I know a lot of people don't like showmances, but I we're watching reality TV. We don't get drama anymore. Like, at least hook up a little bit, you know? Yeah, I think it's cute, too. So, 
those are some of my halfway through the season favorites and also blue I would say those are probably which is weird because I still like Matt and I still like Jag it's not like I like them less than I used to it's just that I've started liking these other people more mm-hmm. now that I've like seeing more of their personality and like their gameplay specifically it's just more entertaining to watch oh I kind of liked um Bowie this week too for the first time, she actually got a little bit of screen time. She got in it. Yeah. Yes. That may be the last we see of her. <laughs> but, and oh my God, I literally, I, I don't even know Nicole's on the show. She's just sliding by. I actually kind of love it. I mean, good for her. But she's like never been nominated, never. I mean, people seem to like her, but like she's not, not even on our TV screen. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I don't really just hate anyone this season. Same. Well, I think those people are already gone. Yeah. So that's fortunate and unfortunate because then you're like oh I don't want these people to to go I'm I I don't want to get too far into next week because we'll actually talk about it next week but I am not excited for any of the people who are on the block right now see I don't even I don't even know who is because I didn't watch last night yet it was on later than usual yeah I know Mm -hmm. so I I haven't even watched it and like I said I I haven't barely gotten on Twitter, so I don't even know who's on. I I'll look after we'll have to talk about it later. Okay. All right. So do you have any final thoughts on Big Brother before we move on to the challenge? Nope. Okay. So this week's episode of the challenge was very centered around like the beginning of it was like very centered around Michaela and in the little episode description for the week it's like will Michaela finally get her first win and um I was really disappointed because I thought this was going to be a heavy Michaela episode and it really was not I, I know, um, and at the beginning it was, but I really think they did that because I was thinking about it, Christina, and she's really the only interesting, funny one left. Oh, the girls. Cassidy, to me, is blah. She hasn't done anything. I love Desi, but she doesn't bring a lot as far as entertainment. Um, Just those confessional looks. If she could get fantasy points based on how good she looked, she would be, like, the leader of the week. (laughs) So, and then who's the other girl from Survivor, the younger one? I always forget her name. Um, Chanel? Chanel. It's like she hasn't even been on this season. I've been Um, very disappointed with that. I actually thought with her. stronger. Um, Michelle is just blah. I don't know why she keeps... Anyways, basically I'm saying... Tiffany's gone, Alyssa, um, Lopez is gone, Amanda's gone, like the confessional queens, and the, mm-hmm. but they're all gone. So Michaela is all they have left, in my opinion, as far as an entertaining female or funny or good, good confessionals. 
Well, it wasn't in a confessional, but I did give Michaela my quote. Wait, what was it? So when she is um, sitting down and talking to Chris about, like, the way the game has gone, she says, my skill is that I can see a couple steps ahead and see where the problems are, and I try to resolve them before they happen. So I think that you've got to trust me and the words that are coming out of my mouth. And I just thought that I picked that quote, not because it was like funny or anything, but because I felt like it was like a real testament to who Michaela is, her gameplay, why she's successful. Like, yes, she's never like won a season, but as far as strategy goes, competitiveness goes, like skills go, like you can tell that she is a step above um, a lot of the competitors that are there. Like it's been Mm -hmm. said, it's been said a lot that like this season competitively, especially for the women is like one of the strongest seasons that the challenge has seen in like years and years. Right. And for her to be, standing out as someone who is like so strategically minded and for her to even like know and articulate that that is her biggest skill um I just think was like such a testament to like who she is as a person and it was like articulated so well that that's why I gave it my quote have you seen her survivor seasons yeah I've seen both of them it's just amazing She's great. I wouldn't mind seeing her on every season of the challenge. She's, she's great. I think she's one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I mean, I, I could agree with that. I, I, I haven't seen as many survivor seasons as you obviously, but out of the ones that I've seen, I think that she's just, she's a great player, TV personality. Um, she is able to demonstrate, like, some aspects of drama, but still, like, keep it classy enough that, like, mm-hmm. her 9 to 5 isn't going to fire her. You know, like, she just, I, she's just great. I, I really enjoy Michaela. How many seasons, I mean, I know her first season of the challenge, she was the first gone, but has she done another season? Because, you know, I haven't, she hasn't, this is right? The second, the, no, this is yeah. her second one. She needs to be back on more. Okay. Well, she messed with the wrong person on Spies, Lies, and Allies and got on Amanda's bad side. So when she made the list, was that not a dress? Oh, is it when she made the list? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But was that, so was that not a, now that I think about that, I've forgotten about that. So was that not addressed at all? I think that she did say something maybe on um, like her first episode maybe like I learned my lesson or something like that I think you're right okay because her and Amanda were on the same team they seem to be good yeah I don't think Amanda actually ever hated I think that it was just like she was like if you're gonna be shady I'm gonna be the one that's called calls you out for it type thing yeah um so did you have a quote this episode? I didn't. Um, That's okay. Nothing really stood out to me. And then I was, of course, I was going to go back and kind of, 
I mean, I'll be honest, Christina, I thought it was a pretty boring episode. We've had, we've seen better this season, that's for sure. And I don't think that, like, okay, so that daily challenge, um, I liked that there were two different pieces to it. I thought that that was kind of cool and added, like, just that extra layer of competition. Um, I don't think that that's always needed in the challenge, but I think that if it's sprinkled in every once in a while, that it's kind of cool. Um, so I liked that there were two different segments of it, but I mean, as far as what the actual challenge was, how the trampolines were involved, um, I, I gave, I gave my MVP to Fessy, but I mean, he clearly stood out above the rest, but I also think that like everybody obviously has their skill sets and like what they're good at and everything. And this, and also like Fessy hasn't really been in this season a whole lot. So for him to like win this challenge, kind of control the deliberation, um, I think that this was just his episode, but I don't know if you know this or not. Um, I think maybe I mentioned it once, but Fessy during the off season of the last, the two last two seasons of the challenge that he did, he's been playing professional slam ball, which is like basketball on trampolines. So that's why he got 18 flags because like, this is the challenge what is, he is, is like now. part A of oh. his living and slam ball is like part B of his living. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, I figured, you know, cause of his height and athleticism, you know, it made sense that he won, but now it makes even more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Fessy was not, I mean, as soon as he saw the trampolines, he had to, I'm sure he knew that. Oh, this is, this is my turn to win a daily. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to die at my MVP. Who? Who was your MVP? Corey. Okay. Why? She's a beast, man. Yeah. That was her second win. And I know you said Bessie controlled it. I kind of think Tori just let him. I think if Tori really, really had an agenda, it would have gone differently. But I think she was just kind of like, eh, you know? I think that she knew 100% that Fessy was not going to go for Tyler. Big brother, yeah. I mean, not just like big brother in general, but like specifically Tyler, the person that Tori wanted to put in. Yeah, was, so she's, like, she's like, I'm not going to fight this battle because it's just not that worth it, it to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I mean, he got his way completely. And I also like that he like said that you know, like, I want to put in one of the bets, but I know Tori's not going to go for that, especially this early. So, like, I'm not going to try, but my main goal is that Tyler has to be protected. And he did just that. Mm-hmm. But you are right. Tori is, Tori is becoming unstoppable. I mean, even, even, like, people can say all they want about how Cara Maria part of the reason she hasn't been on the challenge for a while is because she wasn't coming back until Tori got her win um maybe there's truth to that maybe there's not however I think that Michaela and Desi and Chanel and these like 
these really strong survivor girls that even if they're not winning daily challenges are coming in, you know, second or they're not, they're, they're showing that they're strong players. Um, especially, especially Michaela. And when Tori mm-hmm. is standing her own against people like Michaela, I mean, it's, I'm not saying Michaela is comparable to Kara, so don't come to me, come for me, but I am saying that they're both very strong competitors and she's showing that she can, she doesn't need them to step aside for her to still shine. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. And I give my LVP to Sebastian. Well, obviously, same. Even though Chris was an idiot, too. The only reason I didn't give it to him is obviously because he won, but... He made some enemies. Listen, I'll tell you what did irritate me, though. And Tori did it, too. But when Chris was like, me and my family, I'm trying to provide for my family and get land, like... Why are you coming at us with that sob story when you've already won a million dollars? Like, I have no, like, oh, that's a good story for people like that. Mm-hmm. And Tori did it too, like something to provide for her nieces and nephews. And I don't know her situation. So maybe she does do a lot for her family. But, you know, yes, she's, yeah. made, she's made a ton of money and she's yeah. won. And she probably gets paid a shit ton for appearance fees. But it's just like, that's great where y'all are telling us where this money can go to. But I don't know. Sometimes I you just don't have the, it, it, it's not a story that like touches my heart. I'm like, cool. You want to buy a lot of land. You, you know, mm-hmm. I've already won a million dollars. And in my head, I'm like, that's awesome. I have three kids and I need to be able to freaking pay for soccer. You know? <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, okay, that doesn't, that's, that's not whatever to me yeah yeah I can definitely understand that kind of annoys me when they do that I'm like I mean I I know taxes were taken out and stuff but I'm like I don't feel I, I don't feel sorry for you the only reason that it doesn't bother me I think is just because I like know in that it was prompted like even if you don't oh yeah for sure I'm I'm sure they ask everyone that. It annoys me about West. West did it too. Like I have a new baby on the way, and I want to say, "Well, Mike, all you do is brag. All you do is brag about your companies and stuff like that." So I think you're fine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but it's not like I think someone actually said this. Maybe Theo on World the World or the World Championship. But it's, like, very rare for people to be, like, well, I just want to win because I want to win. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, that's real. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian, Sebastian. Um, I mean, good for him, considering Tori was, like, 
Dead said that she was not going to get into a showmance this season. Um, I listened to them on the official challenge podcast, and she seemed like very much so like it's not that she's embarrassed of him. She's still like very close with him. Um, it's the fact of getting in another showman's relationship. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that is like, even Fessy said that she, he was like, that's kind of Tori's thing. Yeah. And so I, like, I guess like me alone on these challenges. That, it kind of reminded me a little bit of how um, it was said <laughs> that, bananas kind of had to like court mariah before she would um like date him for or whatever and um it kind of seemed a little bit like that how tori was like kind of shooting down not like shooting down the advances like was very much was very vocal about like not wanting a showmance but he was just like so persistent that um they just became very close and he just he said that like um ever since he saw her on war of the worlds 2 it's like one of the few challenge seasons that he saw he was like that is one of the like most beautiful people i've ever seen and he was just like he loved her from then on so Yes, I see. I think it's so funny because even I don't I didn't watch Are You the One? And I know you like her. You liked her because of that. Mm-hmm. But even when she first came on with Derek, her first season. She was. I, oh, yeah. She I, was. I, I, I just she's just not my cup of tea physically. I mean, if I if I was into girls, I I just I mean, I can appreciate obviously a, a, a pretty girl or, you know, whatever. But she I just. Basically, I've never seen the appeal that some of these, all these men see in her. I just, I just, I, I'm like, I, I, from day one, I, I never. For guys who like the the build of someone who is um, still fit, but isn't like super tiny fit. Mm-hmm. Are like the people that are attracted to Tori. Well, it's not even her. I think her body's great. I'm talking more about her, her face. I don't want to be like, I don't know. I don't want to be like, you know, yeah, face shaming or I don't want to uh-huh. sound like that. I'm just saying to me, I, I, and still to this day, like pr- probably even worse now because I just dislike her so much. I just, I just never thought, I just don't look at her and see like a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's those people that you look at men and women and you're like, and then you see their personality and you get to know know them like in real life or on a show and you're like oh they have this quality like it just makes them good looking you know mm-hmm. or vice versa someone can be good looking and go the opposite with their personality but her it never wavered I just I never saw the appeal well, I'm going to spill the tea that Sebastian spilled on the official challenge podcast. If you have not listened, um, Tori tries to say like, well, we were really close and during filming and everything, but we never had sex on the show. And Sebastian is like pretty quick to be like, yeah, that's, er-. well, Devin first says, 
Um, <laughs> like, is that true, Sebastian? And this guy is just an open book. And he uh-huh. says, he says, yeah, that's true. We never had sex on the show. But we didn't mm-hmm. make it out of Croatia without doing it. What was Tori's response? Was she mad that he said that? She was like, what the fuck? I was trying to play it cool. Mm-hmm. What? Wait, I don't understand. Is Devin hosting that with her? Where's Anissa? Yeah, Anissa's not on the season. So for oh. USA 2, it's been Devin and Tori. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is a decent mix, honestly. If they're going to keep casting Tori on the show, it is good to have a perspective from somebody who was there. And Devin's just so good. I really don't think it matters who her co-host is. I don't know. Maybe I'm too big of a Devin fan, but. No, she's awesome. Bring her back. The other thing that I did watch besides the challenge in Big Brother this week, I don't know if you've watched it or not. I don't think you thought you've even maybe you watched the season. I'm not sure. But I did watch the Love is Blind after the altar. I don't know. I haven't watched that at all. And that was that was pretty um pretty interesting um to see some of the where some of the couples are at and um that Micah and Paul are really um broken up but but struggling and still friends and he's still kind of leaving leading her on even though he's like seeing someone else and um it was just kind of kind of messy in their realm but aside from their realm it seems like everybody is um um doing really well um Jackie had really mature conversations with um what's his name Marshall and I was impressed by that I didn't know that Josh got engaged that was um a a shock to me to find out that there was someone else um that he had proposed to and just since like the him swooping in on Jackie was such a big storyline but aside from that I was actually um for for three episodes and that being the bulk of the drama I I didn't I didn't there really wasn't much so just something that I wanted to touch on because I think that I mentioned um love is blind before on this podcast but um yeah that's there wasn't wasn't a whole lot so is there anything that you have been watching Abby that you want to talk about besides big brother and the challenge no I'm still doing my Beverly Hills housewives rewatch and I'm almost done with I'm almost caught up with that and then we skipped Jersey Shore this week we're gonna watch it but me and Mitch got so sick of every for the past four episodes been teasing Ronnie showing up and it never happens we're like irritated yeah we're like we're done we're over this like we want to see when he actually shows up it'll happen It'll happen, uh, I think. If not this season, maybe next. But no, we're still, I mean, we haven't quit watching it, but um, we just haven't watched it yet. His his dad came in town this weekend on Friday, so we haven't seen him in a while, in about six months. So oh, well, we were doing fun. that this weekend. Yeah, he's been in 
Chicago. He lives in Dallas, but he's been in Chicago a lot because his brother had cancer and unfortunately passed away a couple weeks ago. So anytime he could get away, he was going to Chicago. So we had, yeah, we hadn't seen him in six months and he usually comes a few times a year. So we got to do that and yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, it's always nice to see family, especially when they, um, don't live near you. So I'm glad yes, that, and that you're able to do it. It, it was good. Man, me and Mitch don't have much family. I don't, I don't know. Or we're like, why does everyone die so young in our families? So we're, we're like, so we don't, we don't really, he went to go pick up Shiloh. So, you know, we don't, we don't have a lot of family members. So it's, it's always good spending time. Yeah, for sure. I love family time too. Um, I haven't really done much this weekend. We just went to the seventh Harry Potter. So our little Harry Potter marathon is almost over. It will be over next weekend. Is that the movie you were at yesterday when we were texted? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, I was like, I think it's still her Harry Potter thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's eight movies, so it's been, it'll be by the time we're done with it, eight weeks. So seven weeks in a row now we've seen um, all the different Harry Potter movies, but starting to get, starting to get really dark. It was actually kind of funny because after the movie, um, we went back to Brent's house and just like throwing something on the TV or whatever. He's like, let's watch a movie. And he's like picking these like action movies and stuff. And I was like, Hedwig and Mad-Eye Moody and Dobby all just died how do you want to watch an action movie right now like let's get some comedy on okay (laughs) let's lighten this mood yes exactly he's like I didn't even think about that like the second we walked out of the movie theater I'm like okay well I'm still emotionally healing from this (laughs) I need some recovery time (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so next week will be really rough for me when everybody dies but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long since I've never watched the movies, but it's been so long since I've read the books. And I only read them once. Um, after you were talking about it a couple of weeks ago on either on the podcast or when we got off or mm-hmm. when we were, I don't I don't know, just when we were talking, I don't know. It's like I should get those books and reread them because it's been so long. Yeah. I don't I don't I mean, it doesn't since I didn't watch the movies and I've just read them once. Like I could I could reread those tomorrow like they were brand new books mm-hmm. maybe when I would read them I'd be like I do remember that but most of it would be like being brand new to me again because it's been 15 years since I've re- read them if not longer when when you do read them if you do you'll have to let me know and like text me with like everything that's happening I I'll I'll be down to talk about it I, I love you know what I, love I think I'm gonna do that I'm taking Kyler to the library tomorrow after school because she needs you know she's doing her the thing you do in kindergarten where you have to read a hundred books. So mm-hmm. we were going to go, she could only get one from her school. So we were going to go check some out. So I may just be checking out a couple Harry Potter books if they nice. have them. Yeah, that'd be fun. The other, I started a book this morning, actually, um, the seven husbands of Emily, Evelyn Hugo. And um, it was Caitlin Bristow's book club <laughs> book last month, but I just like did not have time to do something like that. So I didn't read it. Um, but I started it this morning and I'm like, I don't know, not super far in, maybe like 50 pages or something. And it's like, so good. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. Good. So it's a so title. Good. So it's, yeah. So it's like basically about like 
this Evelyn Hugo is this like movie star from like the 60s or the 70s, right? And um, so she is, I believe, 79 at this point in the book. And she decides that she wants this girl, which I haven't found out the reason. There is a reason, but I haven't found out the reason why she picked this girl to um, write basically like her biography for her. And so she's like never talked about like all of her dis different husbands and like all of these different things that happened to her and these like really dramatic things that like happen behind um like all these different movies that she's filmed and award shows and like all these different things. Um, and she's telling this this girl um her her tell all basically and this girl is just this like um this writer who isn't the best of the best, but for some reason she picked her out and she likes her. And so this, this writer is going to like make millions off of this book. And she was like struggling in her little like tiny apartment in New York before Evelyn Hugo, like gave her this opportunity. And it's, it's, it's really interesting wow. so far. Ooh, I would like that. Yeah. You know, you know what I just finished was, and actually Michelle, our, our co-host Michelle, not Michelle Lopez, um, sent me this book. She sent me a box of books because she just knows I'm a big reader too, like books that she had read. But I just finished Leah Rimini, Scientology book. Oh. And her breaking away, being raised in Scientology and breaking away from it. That was good. I bet that, that would be really good. You need to tell me what book you're reading if you're going to do that and I'll read it with you um okay well I think, yeah okay so I think I'm going to read this one and then I think next month um whatever Caitlin decides her book club book is going to be so Caitlin <coughs> Bristow she like has this book club now where um she picks out a book at the beginning of um the month and if you follow her off the vine instagram page like she'll like put up like stories and stuff like that about um like how far are you in the book what are you thinking of this like trying to make it like a little interactive and then at the end of the month she does a zoom where it's donation based like donate what you can and um and then you talk about the book and you have an opportunity to like be on her podcast during the segment of like this book club or whatever. Um, so it, she just started it oh, last so month. Cool. Yeah. She just started it last month. This, this Evelyn Hugo book was like actually her first one, but I just, I did not have time to read it last month. So um, obviously I bought the book with the intention, but I'm just starting it now, but next month I will, um, I'll try to try to do that. Um, but I'll tell you what book it is, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool that, that she is, is doing that. Yeah. It's like a virtual book club plus charity work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So also, I guess, I don't know if I said that or if you just assumed, but, um, the money, um, does go towards, um, charity. I figured it would and not to her. I figured mm -hmm. she would knowing her. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, honestly, this was fun. We got to talk about a little just random stuff, but um, 
actually, uh, I have a client or friend at in a couple minutes. So I got to jump yes. off, but it was fun that we deviated a little bit into yeah. some random stuff. Yeah, I agree. Well, thanks for joining me today, Abby. And thank you everyone so much for tuning in. We will see you soon.